AviationPros.com is the portal website for AMT, airport business, and ground support worldwide magazines. Visit daily for breaking news, industry blogs, and insightful articles from our magazine's editorial team. And don't forget to sign up for our publication's daily e-newsletters. It's all at AviationPros.com. In the final episode of the Aviation Pros podcast series, Aviation and the Environment, I speak with Jonathan Smith, a senior attorney with the organization Earth Justice. Jonathan and I talk about the dangers of leaded avgas and the work Earth Justice has been doing to get the Environmental Protection Agency to regulate lead in aviation gasoline. Jonathan, thank you again for taking the time to chat with us this afternoon. Um, to kick off our conversation, could you just start by telling our audience a little bit about yourself and Earth Justice? Sure. Uh, so I'll start with Earth Justice. Earth Justice is an environmental nonprofit law firm. We have 170 lawyers in 14 offices across the country from Hawaii and Alaska to Florida and New York. These lawyers represent community and environmental groups in over 600 active cases. And I am a senior attorney at Earth Justice in our community partnerships program, and I'm based in the New York City office. And Earth Justice has for years worked to reduce and remove sources of lead exposure that remain throughout our environment to this day. We've worked on lead in drinking water, lead in paint and older housing stock, lead that is still included in consumer products, uh, lead that is emitted from facilities like battery recyclers and steel mills and also lead that uh, is emitted from the burning of aviation gasoline, which is the biggest source of lead emissions into the air today. Yes, and and it's probably important that before we go any further in our conversation, we address just what is the what are the problems, what's the danger with lead and leaded avgas? Sure. Well, there is, there is no safe level of lead exposure, no matter where that lead is coming from. Lead causes adverse health effects, uh, to multiple body systems. It's associated with everything from irreversible brain damage in children to heart attacks in adults. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, today around 70% of lead emissions to the air come from general aviation aircraft that burn leaded gasoline. And people can be exposed to this lead by breathing it in directly from the air or through exposure after the lead lands on soil or on food. And the highest levels of exposure uh, from lead coming from these aircraft are typically found right behind the run-up area of the airport. Uh, but studies find that there can be effects uh, in children up to one kilometer away from the airport. And a, a recent study of a particular airport, the Reed Hillview Airport in California, found that these increased blood lead levels that were found in children were comparable uh, or even higher than the increases in blood lead levels from the Flint water crisis. And also the largest and most emitting of these uh, general aviation airports are often located in low-income communities and communities of color and can add to the lead body burden of a population that is already disproportionately exposed to lead from other sources. So then what has and currently is Earth Justice doing um, about this issue? 
In 2012, Earth Justice sued the EPA on behalf of another group, Friends of the Earth, to get EPA to respond to a 2006 petition from Friends of the Earth that asked EPA to make an endangerment finding for lead in aviation gasoline. And an endangerment finding is the necessary first step required by the Federal Clean Air Act before EPA can directly regulate these lead emissions together with FAA. After the lawsuit was filed, EPA responded to the petition and said it would start a proceeding about whether to make an endangerment finding. Uh, then in 2014, Earth Justice submitted another petition on behalf of Friends of the Earth, Oregon Aviation Watch, and Physicians for Social Responsibility. Now EPA responded uh, to that petition saying that it needed to do additional studies, but that it planned to finalize this endangerment proceeding uh, by 2018. And so after 2018, in February 2020, EPA uh, finally published uh, the studies that it said it needed to do. Uh, but after that, it still did not move forward on the endangerment proceeding. Uh, so earlier this year, Earth Justice filed a new petition for EPA to make the endangerment finding. And this petition was filed on behalf of seven citizen groups and government organizations and was supported by uh, over 200 additional groups and individuals. So before we, we dig a little bit deeper into where the EPA is currently standing on this, um, maybe it's important to address why is lead still in this gasoline despite being removed and regulated out of so many other products going years and years back? Sure. So about 30% of the general aviation fleet uh, use high compression engines that require this gasoline with a certain octane rating for safe operation. And right now, leaded gasoline is the only avgas on the market that can meet that octane rating. Now, the other 70% of uh, these general aviation aircraft can use either leaded or unleaded gasoline. But because the minority of airplanes uh, can't use the unleaded version, airports typically will only provide the leaded version that all uh, aircraft can use. So most of the gas burned by airplanes is still leaded gas. And you filed the petition, you said, uh, another petition earlier this year. So have you heard back from the EPA? Um, where are you currently with this? Sure. So, yes, we did file a petition uh, in August uh, asking EPA to make the endangerment finding that it should be ready to make. Um, but we have not heard back from the administration uh, since we filed the petition. Has, um, say, the Biden administration or, or even the FAA, have they said they'll do anything about the issue? So, so EPA, uh, even before the Biden administration, did initiate the proceeding about leaded gas uh, to the extent that it started to look into the studies uh, to and complete the studies uh, about the impacts of leaded gas. Uh, but EPA has not yet proposed or finalized any determination about whether leaded gas meets the endangerment finding standard. And that standard is whether leaded avgas causes or contributes to air pollution, which may reasonably be anticipated to endanger public health or welfare. So then what is it going to take to get the EPA to regulate or move on this? So like I said, EPA has all the data and studies it needs to issue the endangerment finding. And uh, once it makes this endangerment finding, that's the first step before EPA can, together with FAA, uh, begin to regulate lead emissions from aircraft. So all EPA needs to do now 
is give the go ahead uh, to cross the finish line, uh, propose and finalize uh, an endangerment finding so that uh, we can lock in a process to then get to regulations of these lead emissions. So what does the future look like then? Um, are we hopeful that they'll they'll move on this soon or are we going to be waiting again? I mean, this goes back to 2006. Are we hopeful it's different here in 2021? Yes, there have been some promising developments recently. Uh, so this last October, FAA approved uh, an additional hundreds of engines uh, to be able to use the unleaded avgas. So right now, 70% of the general aviation aircraft fleet is approved to use unleaded gasoline. And FAA has been conducting research into developing a drop-in unleaded replacement uh, for those remaining 30% of aircraft uh, that right now cannot use unleaded gasoline. And that research uh, seems to be moving forward and seems to have uh, kick-started again recently. So there are some indications that unleaded gas uh, for all the aircraft may be a reality in the not-too-distant future. So turning to our audience here who, who are a part of the aviation industry, um, you know, what should they be aware of right now? Sure. Well, first I'll mention that it's important to keep in mind that the highest levels of lead air exposure uh, from Avgas are right there on the runway and within the airport grounds. And also it's important to keep in mind that lead uh, can deposit uh, within the plane engines. So people can be exposed to lead in the air that's in the runway. They can be exposed to lead that's on the ground in the runway. They can be exposed when refueling or handling avgas. And they can be exposed from the lead that's accumulated in the engine when they're doing maintenance. And this lead exposure has uh, negative and potentially deadly effects on adults. And uh, the people that are exposed to this lead at the airport, if they don't take proper precautions, could have lead on their clothing and shoes and could track that lead back to their homes and potentially expose their families. Uh, so it's important to keep in mind to take proper precautions when handling leaded gas and being around leaded gas at the airport. And final question I have for you, Jonathan, um, what can our audience do and the larger aviation industry do to, to help get lead out of gas? How can they help advance this cause? Sure, there are, there are a number of things that, that we can do right now. Uh, so for example, the National Academies of Science estimates that if all aircraft that can use unleaded gas do use unleaded gas, that by itself could reduce the aviation industry's lead emissions by at least 30%. So people should urge their local airport to, to provide an unleaded gas version for the planes that can use it. And in addition, there's also an approved gas with the same octane rating uh, as standard leaded gas but a maximum lead content that is 20% lower. This is called 100 very low lead gas or 100 VLL. So it could be a, a potential method to reduce uh, lead emissions even from the airplanes that uh, need the higher octane uh, and need to use uh, what's only available as leaded gas. So switching uh, to this 100 very low lead gas uh, can reduce emissions even further, up to 40% uh, from current industry-wide emissions. But the problem is that uh, this gas is currently not being produced. So it's important to, to put pressure, uh, to put market pressure on the companies and to ask for the production of this gas again so that uh, we can get an option uh, for all airplanes that emits even less lead. 
Uh, and finally, people should reach out to EPA and urge them to make the endangerment finding. Pilots, airport personnel, and others in the avi aviation industry should be able to work and fly without poisoning themselves and their families. And EPA needs to hear from this critical group. Very good. And Jonathan, those are all the questions I had for you today. But do you have any final thoughts before we conclude? I appreciate uh, your attention to this issue. I think this is, like I said, the biggest source of lead emissions into the air, but it's an issue that doesn't get the attention that it deserves. So I think everyone from the aviation industry, from pilots, from communities, regulators, everyone, I think, uh, should be paying more attention uh, to this huge source of lead emissions into the air. Thank you for listening to the final episode of our Aviation and the Environment series. We'll be back next year with more podcast series focusing on the issues and trends facing the aviation industry. In the meantime, visit aviationpros.com for more podcast offerings or find them wherever you listen to podcasts.